take two of recording this. I was like 25% into this podcast and my dog started barking, <laughs> like really, really barking. And I was like, oh goodness, let's do this over, which I think is funny because it all ties into what was going on. I'd love to actually talk about the process of what it means to get back into alignment. So, <laughs> because that's how, right? Isn't it helpful? Isn't it helpful to know that it isn't just like being a magically in alignment and if I could just think better thoughts, right, then everything would be better. Ah, <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like that, but not not totally. So what did I say my first take of this podcast? Ah, I really felt inspired to talk about something. But first, I sat down to do some tech support because this is a new podcast with a new on a new platform. And a friend of mine had said, can you please get your podcast back on Spotify? So insert a music here and a montage of me with like three Apple devices and like logins and, you know, <laughs> going to get my credit card to try and activate an iTunes and the whole bit. And at one point I was like, what is going on? Do I have a little bit of a block to get, you know, cause I'm actually, I love technology and I'm really intuitive with it actually. So normally this type of stuff is like super easy for me to do. And I was like, do I have a little bit of a block to getting my voice out there? And the answer is probably, <laughs> yeah, I do. And so I'm seeing this and I, I can laugh about it cause I can see it. I can see my, my dramatic journey to getting this podcast um, distributed, which I think I did. I think I figured it out. Yay me, right? It's just sort of revealing to me a little bit of how I have my foot on the brake while I also have my foot on the gas on this whole topic. <laughs> so I got done with the tech support and I thought, yeah, never mind. I don't feel like I have the energy to do the podcast, but I didn't want to put it aside. I thought, no, I actually, I do want to do it. But here's the thing. I don't want to do a podcast unless I feel calm and connected. And I don't want to not do the podcast because I got tired from doing tech support because then it's going to feel like I didn't do the thing that I felt called to do. So what do I do? Well, I started I started consciously connecting. I thought, well, in my mind, I like to imagine all the energy that I don't need any more. I'm doing it now. It just floats away. And I don't put energy in its place. Source naturally fills up. Ooh, good feels, good vibes naturally fills up. Right? I like to think about things from this spiritual perspective. I stood up. Right? I, I, I breathed in and I breathed out right? And I activated my body, like, all right, whoo, big eyes, big smile, right? Like just sort of move around a little bit. And sure enough, it's like I just shrugged off an old coat and boop, here I am, right? And then of course, I started doing it and the dog started barking and I just started giggling and I was like, here, here's more of my foot on the brake with my timing. So now we're at this point of the podcast when I wanted to talk about actual topic of the podcast. Then I tune in and I think, mm, should I delete this? No, I think I should keep this. Me talking about my process. I, I really want to normalize talking about 
how to actually apply law of attraction, how to actually change your mindset, how to actually move through, I mean, the myriads and multiple and many dips and shifts and fluctuations we have in our energy and our attention and in our allowing throughout the day. Okay. So I'm ready. You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to be ready? I was talking to a friend last night. It was a completely inspired and wonderful, amazing discussion. I thought I'd go and chat with her for two hours. Ended up being six. It felt like no time at all. It's one. It was one of those amazing, time bending connections. And one of the things I had said to her was, we were talking about whether we would be doing something, and I said, I will if I feel inspired. And I felt this huge rush of energy through me. And I explained to her what my guides Halle had said, and I think they also said it in a broadcast. And I don't remember which one it is. So if, if somebody remembers, <laughs> let me know. I will if I feel inspired. And I do remember, I don't always remember what I channel, but I did remember this. And it was this example that Halle had given about how I, which is true, I, Alora, I don't re- enjoy heights. And so if somebody says, would you like to go mountain climbing? I would say, no, I would never do that. I would never go mountain climbing. And Halle was talking about how the brain associate, is it an associative thing and it associates things to group them and to categorize them and to make it easy to move through this place right this perspective uh, on earth here and we have in our human bodies and all of that and so what happens is when you said no i won't mountain climb i'll never do that you don't realize what you might also be associating your brain with as a no-no right? Think about all the things that have to do with mountain climbing. You're outside, you're uh, challenging yourself, you're using your body, you know, it could be like a Stairmaster, right? There's um, learning how to tie ropes, there's camping, right, uh, on the side of the mountain. There are all these things that, that a person's brain might associate with, I'm never going to do that. And then later on when somebody says, hey, do you want to learn how to tie a knot? You're like, nah, or you want to do, you, you, Uh, the guides were talking about how you don't realize how you've sort of blocked off a lot of independent concepts. And so when you say, oh, I will if I feel inspired, I would, and I would actually, I would climb a mountain if I felt inspired. It's hard for me to picture that I ever would be, but right, I will if I feel inspired because I love to do inspired action. What that does is, is that it frees up all those associative bits. It unlocks all of those things my brain's associated around that topic it frees them up so they can free float and now those things can be re um, reignited repurposed and rebuilt into other things that I might be inspired to do does this make does this make sense I, th- so that part of it really blew my mind because I know the, the general part of I will if I feel inspired is law of attraction is really uh, saying don't resist anything. When you're in a state of resistance against something, you've activated the vibration of that topic that you don't want. And so that part of the topic is going to be in your life. And so you can't push against anything. Anything you touch gets sticky. And so you can't say no to something. It's that thing of um, this famous peace peace person was like, I'll never go, um, I'll never march 
in a in a parade against war, but I will march in a parade for peace, right? Because it's that difference of what are you actually activating. So I knew that. So say I will if I feel inspired means I'm not going to push against anything. But then when the guides explained this, I was like, what? Oh, okay. I will if I feel inspired also means I am not accidentally or unconsciously or without realizing it, um, limiting what it is that I'm going to perceive that's being unfolded for me as opportunities and conversations and experiences and things like that. Oh, I will if I feel inspired. I will if, so if somebody says, hey, would you, would you ever, you know, move to this place on the planet? I will if I feel inspired. Hey, would you ever like, you know, start this career? I, I would if I feel inspired. Hey, would you ever do that? I would if I feel inspired. Like this is such a powerful practice because number one, I mean, well, there's a couple of things. One, you're choosing inspiration. Wow, I will do the things that I feel inspired to do, which means now my brain is saying, hey, let's look for things that are inspiring us. Inspiration is sort of like the GPS point that we're moving towards, no matter where we're going, we're always rerouting towards inspiration and, and, and that connection, that's great. I, I'm not afraid of this idea that you mentioned. I'm not going to push against it, which means I'm not activating the part of it that I don't want. And I'm free to think about anything that I want to think about, right? I'm going to say this so many times. I'm a huge fan of this. Let's not be afraid of ideas. Let's not be afraid of ideas. There's this thing in brainstorming where in order to have a really effective brainstorming session for new ideas, and it could be like, hey, we want to create a new product, right? In order to have an effective brainstorming session, you have to create an environment where nobody's idea is is wrong or awful right? Because that shame or that guilt or that worry about other people are thinking about the idea stops the process of ideation. And so they say, okay, this is the brainstorming session. Nothing's off limits. And, and people have to get retrained into being able to let everything pop out of their head flow, all the associations and things like that. Because uh, when all of those things are out there, in, 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 the, in the brainstorming session, after that ideation part is complete, then sort of like the, let us, let's let it all fly. Then they can say, okay, great. Now we're going to actually shift gears into analyzing what it is that we got. And those are two different modes, right? They're two different modes of thinking. And so if we're con consistently going into our daydreaming process with an analytical mind, we're already prejudging and pre-screening the potential for inspiration based on our old patterns and our old um, stuff, right? The things that we've been trained into. And then we're not letting ourselves shake up that bag, <laughs> this image of a bag right now, shake up that bag of all these concepts, right? Whether it's concepts for mountain climbing or whatever, shake it up so that new things can actually come to us. And, and, I, and I 
I will often say this too, we think that there's going to be this massive change in our lives, but usually it's a, a just a slight course correction that it, that does take us in a new direction, like a like a huge ship on the on on the sea. If it's having a very long oceanic journey, if you t- if you tilt the direction of the ship two degrees in one direction or the other, you'll end up on a completely different island. It's just a two degree shift, and a lot of times people are are flinging all all around in their ideas, not right in their actions right instead of saying i'm in the idea ideation phase i love new ideas i love dreaming i'm always open to hey maybe i'll do this or maybe i'll do that or i'm open to letting new things come to me and i'll say i will if i feel inspired i will if i feel inspired i will if i feel inspired i don't feel pressure to take action on any of these things because if it's truly in alignment with me if it gets clear enough that it's in alignment with me i will want to take action i'm not going to have to force myself to take action now i i might get into this place where like i did today i want to make a podcast but i've gotten a little bit off track in what i've been thinking and doing and so I'm not quite in the zone. And those are the the the, the pivot points where you can use your, your analytical side, your choice side, your focus side to say, okay, I have two choices here. I can clear myself or get myself into a place where I can do this thing and do it well and feel in alignment with what I'm doing. Or I can set it aside and I can decide to do it later. Or I guess there might be a third option. I could I could delete this whole thing that I just did. I could say, well, I, I made a podcast. I'm going down the road, but it's not quite right because I don't have to hit publish unless I'm inspired. But, but that's adding too much. Let's go back to the decision tree, which is I can get myself in a place where I feel in alignment with what I'm doing or I can decide to do it later. if I feel inspired because I don't have to do this. I will if I feel inspired. I don't have to do anything. I will if I feel inspired. And I got to trust that my soul knows that a really great life for me involves health, prosperity, great relationships, fun, right? That my soul knows that living on a planet that has temperature differences and rain or whatever. It's nice to have a roof. My soul knows that I like to be comfortable, that I like to be challenged in a positive way. My soul knows that I like to be inspired, that I like to be interested. My soul knows that I like peace, that I like joy, that I like harmony. My soul knows all of these things. And am I going to trust that I will if I feel inspired means I will, am, already, always being called to be inspired to do the things that are leading me to my best life yet. And that each moment of my life is my best life yet. I am, I so want to see what it looks like, right? When, if somebody feels inspired, they start applying this more. Would you do this? I will if I feel inspired. Even the thoughts in your mind. Would I do that? I will if I feel inspired. Because it'll shake apart these blocks that you can't even see are there. 
It'll shake apart these associations that you don't know are there. It'll shake apart these unconscious roads that have been traveled and, and in, like, a, like a wagon wheel rut that have been dug into over and over and over again that you don't know are there. And it'll pop you out of that rut. And it'll allow you to be in a new, a literal new plane, like, the, uh, like a landscape, but a new plane of existence in your own mind. And from there, oh, it's, all things are always possible, but from there, you can, you can begin to perceive the possibility. 